Welcome to Murder Moose. Josh, we're doing something. Murder, Murder Moose, live and uh, videoed up. <laughs> God damn it. I I wonder <laughs> how how the farts oh are going to fuck with us this time. The farts that have, they've returned and all these things are happening. And, and video, like, hey, hello, look at it. Now you can see my pirate tooth. <laughs> In real, <laughs> I get it fixed on Friday. I'm so excited, no more, and no more but popcorn, you had to Josh. see it. Yeah, no more popcorn. They told me for this two weeks, uh, in between, so it could heal. No popcorn, and I almost made it two weeks. I've been eating popcorn again. I'm like, what am I doing? Josh, it's gonna get stuck in the stupid you know hole the now. About trying the same thing over and over again and expecting uh, different results and. Uh, that's it, called insanity, Josh. I like popcorn, okay? So, I joined a Discord like the other day, yesterday, the two days ago, about a bunch of streamers just trying to like hang out that is like really nothing to do with streaming, but just like, you know, like just bullshitting with people. And yeah. for some reason today Moose has got brought up and I was like, My podcast is called Murder Moose. Whoa. <laughs> and I don't think anybody gives a fuck. But I gotta get I gotta get like a uh, no, that's not a moose. I gotta get a, a moose sound I mean, on here, so it, I'll I'll look you gotta for find one. A, I'll, I'll find the moosiest one. of you moose worry. noises. That is like, like the murder call of mooses. Uh, my wife found something recently, and it was like a mo- baby moose that got stuck in a fence in Canada, and so they helped him out. And then the moose was like, "You're lucky I don't kill you." And <gasps> there's one called wild animals. There's a no, mouse. Moose. There's no not moose. Mouse. Moose. Not mouse. Well, Freck, I don't know. What's what's close to a moose? A bear? An elephant? No, a lion? Elk, maybe. Have you heard of elk? The elk, elk makes some weird fucking noises too, man. It's like, it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But Josh, I am Rod, and you are Josh, which is a weird, which is a weird explanation. Hey! We have names and videos. Like if you're watching this on video, wait, I haven't. Man, I had so much. Like, I was, I was recording stuff. Walrus. God. God oh, that's, that's our no, moose sound. Walrus. We know what a walrus looks like. We've seen tusk, tusk. Shush. And, and okay, mouse. God damn it, Josh. <laughs> God damn it. You are like, all I can think of is like, uh, there's the episode of Bob's Burgers when uh, Gene gets into. What the fuck was that? Gene gets, he gets into his like little available. girlfriend's dad's like studio who like records like uh, commercial jingles. And yeah. And that's what like, he's just yeah. fucking around with noises the whole time. And Yep. One thing I'm really actually stoked that I started doing again for the show. Well, yeah. you know, for myself, whatever. But uh, to force me to do it, I've been doing it live every Wednesday morning. So we'll, like, I, we usually watch the movies yep. Monday nights, you know, either holding hands on the internet 
and watching it together or just staggered a bit like it was last night. Tuesdays are usually our recording night. So uh, Wednesday morning, I like it's fresh in my mind. I go live Wednesday mornings before I go to work and I've been doing uh, alternate posters on my Twitch. And I cannot honestly, I've loved this movie forever and i've wanted to do an alt poster for this movie for a long time so i'm super excited to go live tomorrow and do that and just to talk about this movie in general because it follows is one of these indies that came out of nowhere for me and i saw it with my old guitar player matt in theaters and uh the the score was something that gave me goosebumps and i went and found a way to buy it online the next day somehow i don't even know where the fuck i found it but i i listened to it on repeat for probably yeah. three months and i, I was, I was talking to jerry uh who was gonna so we asked katie peters if she wanted to come do it and she couldn't because her schedule's so busy and when katie peters tells you no you mean you know she's really busy because she loves doing this and uh yeah uh by the way katie just got like partnered with elgato which is fucking dope for her so go go yeah, go, yeah baby, go. so cool. Uh, Love it. <laughs> God damn it. And uh, that's a bear. That is not like. in moose. Um, and then so I was like, hey, Jerry, you want to come do yeah. it? And he was uh, all down. And I think he's just had a – Jerry's been a busy boy these last couple of days. And he was like, hey, yeah, I can't do it today. But we were talking about like the music wall. I was watching it last night, and he, he was talking about how uh, the guy who did the score for this like started with video game music. So – yeah. yeah. Well, you can I mean, tell it's, though. Right? It's very like, also the 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 difference in like modern like film scoring, right? Where like you can sit there and like do all a score, all of a score like by yourself in your like computer room, right? It's kind of like like kind of like what like Jerry does, George. Like this. <laughs> but Jerry does scores for like he's been doing scores for audiobooks, which is fucking dope. And uh he's been doing his reimagining uh, That's of dope. like that yeah, is dope. of like That's really dope classic horror films like soundtracks and stuff recently he just released uh a full like he had like eight tracks or something and he was like if you bought it you got like his whole discography and uh it's just but we were talking about how good the the score is for this and it's just like it's just it's minimalistic but it's this movie is so good and how well it's done and how honestly it it takes a movie without yeah. the score. It yeah. still would be a good movie, but it brings the movie to yeah. a whole nother level and like solidifies the whole like style yeah. and that shell phone too. Like there's cause like the premise of this movie, uh, I, I didn't know there was a, a parody movie of this called it follows too <laughs> slowly or something like that. Like they literally made a, yeah. a parody movie about this, but like, it's such a like out there concept that it yeah. works very very well oh. if done with a hundred percent like auth- the the yeah, class authentic- that yeah. yeah authenticity and the class that this this movie takes the approach is all there. It is uh, David Robert um, Mitchell who I don't you know he after this ended up doing Under the Silver Lake with um, with Spider Man. And I saw that one and I didn't like it as much. It was like going out there. But before this, it was more just like, uh, you know, shorts and like yeah. more underground type films that 
didn't really get the recognition that this film really, really put him on the map because it was just, it was well, it's so funny, man. I was good. watching it last night and like literally the only thing that I'm like, this looks like an independent movie is her cast. Like the only, cause I've been staring at your cast for the yes. last month and a half, two months. Right. Like when you broke your wrist, I'm like, her cast <laughs> doesn't look right. It looks like they like, because it's not it didn't feel it didn't look thick enough right it didn't look like a real wrist like well she kept yeah. going in the fucking water with it like without a like i was showering yeah. with a garbage bag yeah. on for five six weeks like they yeah. told me to double bag it double and bag i'm it. like, like two, they told you to wear two condoms on your wrist while you were <laughs> the, yes oh, okay like full on. Let's talk about that scene it. real quick because the first scene where she's like, "I'm gonna go swim out to the guys in the boat to fuck them or fuck one of them," but like, why didn't she just call them and get their attention? I'm sure those guys would have came to the the shore to fuck her. Like, why did she have to go to them? Like, like the whole thing with this is like, because that's how things work. My wife that's and I, my wife work, watched man. this with me, and I think she liked it. But like, we were trying to figure out like the actual like reasoning, like and. And I was trying to, I was trying to assume things because, with how quickly those, whatever, whoever died that she fucked on that boat, I was trying to go, well, as soon as you fuck someone, like that means the curse isn't on you for a minute, right? So, it's on them. But I, I don't think she was telling them. Stupid, though, because that's the point. That was the first guy. The reason he like, what the fuck, my camera just oh it went out for a second that yeah okay i was just refreshing it your audio was so a little you want off so the person to know right you want them to know about the curse and i was saying this to my wife like like she yeah, exactly got done to her like the way the, and and that whole sequence because us as an audience we're seeing the movie yep. through her eyes right like she's the main she doesn't know what's happening and we don't as an audience know what's happening up until that car yeah. scene that is on the poster. And it's so th- that's where you uh, just understand that this movie is really taking care of. I don't know. Like, I love how everything yeah. is framed. I love the o- the overuse yep. of the dolly, the like slow pan in and the like dolly yeah. shots and everything. It's. It's beautiful, and I for, I forgot this movie yeah. came out in 2014, and how much it really did have uh, an effect on me, and like the amount of times yeah. I've used that slow zoom in since seeing this, yeah. and the dolly. Like I loved those things before, but in seeing this movie again, I'm like, holy shit! The amount of influence yeah. this movie has had on me is like, well, dude, ridiculous. It's like things like but you're I love talking it. about the the opening scene with the car where he drugs her, and once that happens, the the shots with him like and her in the wheelchair, like after the the naked ladies coming at him, it just it's so such a good. it's such a unique shot because you're sitting there and like they're back the camera's backing up like they're running towards the camera right and like. The camera's like going mm-hmm. by whatever rocks and shit, whatever. Like they don't have a smooth path, right? And so you're sitting there going, "Okay, this is like it's like, but like the camera's steady, but also bumpy at the same time, right? It's it's a, a unique whole yeah. thing how they do that, and it's just like one of those things. They do that in the car too. Yeah. Like whenever the car's driving, it's like a very like locked down shot, but they didn't like get rid of yeah. that. 
the extra shake and stuff. So I don't know. It's almost like that's what yeah. keeps it in the indie world. It, it a makes little it more a little well, corduroy right? pants, this, a little more corduroy pants or whatever. <laughs> it's like polished, but then yeah. unpolished at the same time. Well, like because it, it, the acting is really good in it. The the time yeah. period. When is this? Like you don't know it. It that's. What I said last week that will make this movie yep. stand the test of time and become become some sort of uh, timeless yeah. cult classic yep. that it already is because of that yeah. that shell phone is like or the shell phone reader she's always reading a book on it it's like what it yeah. what the fuck is that but it's such an yeah. interesting prop in the movie like and yeah I said it I it's the the use of uh, of nudity in this movie is done to yeah. be grotesque. And like and and very yeah. that's the horrifying part of this. It's it, it's you don't know who it's going to be, but they use like people, you know, yeah. pissing themselves and like half naked and like it's it's yeah. just unsettling. Dude, I was sitting and there done and so I was well. like, uh, one with the we were talking about the the non like you know nailed. Time. It's it's very dream sequence like I I, I remember. Uh, like when dead in Santa Carla, they were still t- going and they were talking about this and that. And then, uh, uh, handle with scared just talked about this movie for their sex month. And like the, the movie is very like dreamy. Like it, it reminds me of art archer, but it yes. also is that weird thing where it's like things like come true. The, the, the dream movie, because like the whole thing is like, it's this weird sets of things that don't make sense, but you kind of accept them because everything in the world seems to like, like they're, they're like in like long sleeves while yeah, swimming, totally like shit like that. So and you're in Detroit, and if you know about Detroit, Detroit is like basically Canada for the United States. I mean, it, like you're pretty far north, so you're like doing all these things, and you're like, what is this world that we're in? And it's like there's like green, like it looks like fall half the time, but then you're you wouldn't be in a pool, and it's all like nonsensical and like a dream like fashion. But I love. I want to do a deep dive on the 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 reason why yeah. water is used so much or something. Like I feel like I feel like there's something to that that yeah. I'm not picking up on. Like there there's could be like a whole bunch of uh I don't know, like yeah. studies on this movie. Or you know what yeah. are those called? The the deep dives of movies or Yeah, deep dive. Is but it like a deep dive? There's a lot with that. Like in there's because I had heard I think again it was tea on uh, a handle of scare was talking about it god damn it but like yeah that's our moose the things that's that, our moose it's a rhino but like, that's our moose the whole like <laughs> sexual like assault or sexual like weird likeness of who's coming after who because you get you get these weird inklings while you're watching this film that like you're not getting all the pieces again it's, it reminds me go back to possessor in possessors like a, the, the 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 bring up i like to bring up one because someone on the podcast network talked about it this week but two because it's that whole world that they come in and the world already exists and you're not hand fed everything right yeah. you're you're they're just like letting you you don't need to know everything right you just kind of can you can guess things you can like pick stuff up but all that doesn't matter because like the story's so well told and man, I, I was sitting there watching this and I don't think I've watched this in since the theater. So like almost eight years with since this film came out, right? I yeah. can't believe it's already been that long, man. If actually it feels longer than surprised me because I remember it feels longer than viv- that than me. 
this movie had yeah it's set you you thought it was longer i thought it came out i don't i don't know yeah. the last two years three years i have been like yeah they just don't exist so like that i guess yeah. is you know one of the things but like the amount like i said man like it, it's had just such an influence on me personally in the films that i like to make and uh the first short we made after this came out uh our the score for it was like because matt yeah. does all the like keyboards as well and i saw it with him he's like uh, we're on the exact same page before i even said anything he's like yeah. i'm doing fucking yeah. it follows Dude, styles it, like, it's it was that so thing good. where it's like minimalistic but it's minimalistic in a way that's this whole movie is very like once you get going it's about like tension the whole time because that's what like the this movie yeah. like it's very much like it's like taking jason Voorhees, like zombie jason Voorhees, and then like you're like well jason jason Voorhees isn't super scary right or even michael myers right it's like that thing where it's like i mean they're scary but they're like for you and i they're not scary it's that thing where like you're taking that that like you know slow the shape or you know i mean michael myers or you just what jason is and you're just going no matter what you do no matter what how you tried you know to get away from this it's never going to work because this unstoppable force and you're taking that and you're amping amping it up to like 11 because you're going okay well now this thing is like completely one you never know what it looks like two if you're not fucked like if you're not in this situation then you have no context right like you can't see it so that's like so yeah. those two things are like that's why i said at the very end when she fucks the 80 i hate paul we'll get into me hating paul in, in a little bit but she fucks paul and they're walking down the fucking street you're fucked because then you have two people and you can't go, well, which one of us is like, like can say that this is real or not? Because you have no, yeah, exactly. Two against the be- world. Like that, that's, that's the context to the yeah. last scene. Like they're obviously both being followed, but the power of two is, is stronger I than one, I guess, you know, especially cause they both get it and they're both there together. Cause you, you by yourself, with someone else that doesn't understand what's going on, yeah. you look fucking mental. So if it's the two of you working together and you know that it's coming for them and then you, it's coming for yeah. both of you at that point. So you can continue to be, it's like, this is our new norm. We're okay with it. And we're going to hold hands and walk just a little yeah. bit faster, but Man. walk and be fine. That's my take I, at so- least on the end. Because, like, no. it doesn't get explained, but I love that. Yeah. I, you know me, man. Like, movies yeah. that make you talk about it, well, and it could, you could have a right the, answer to It's a very open ended thing, right? Because, again, it's that, it's that whole thing with this movie where they multiple times set you up for going, well, is this real or not? Like, the, I think of the, the lake scene, right? Where they're sitting there, and the, when sh- the, it comes up and grabs her hair. One, it's their friend. It's so their friend, good. so that's that so thing good. where it's always someone you know, kind of thing, or fucking with you. But two, yeah, the the fucking camera work where they just have her float behind them in the background is just such a perfect shot because it's like that. They do that yeah. so often with the framing, like it's a they. 
it's like yep. a, a postcard the way they have people yeah. on different levels and stuff like it's all in one frame but the oh then their friend falls in the background but it's yeah. like perfectly above them <laughs> I, and my, stuff I, like i love i love i mean the scene i'm talking about but also the when they're sitting in the du- the uh what's his name uh hugh's backyard and the, the, the chick's going up past them and they're like, do you see her? Do you see her? And she's like looking at them like they're fucking insane. Yeah, because so she's good. Like, what the fuck kind of drugs are these idiots on? And it's just like, man. <laughs> but but that that scene also before, because, it you know, it's something I, and how I kind of uh, can relate that scene to yeah. like my ADHD. Like she's pulling the grass. She's not fully there she's not paying attention and she's just lining up blades of grass on her knee and it keeps like focusing the camera on these blades of grass as this conversation is happening in their backyard which it doesn't have a a fence it's just open to this field that is like a school or something there as well right yeah Yeah. like a green space and uh so the guy is like you know the guy who started all this fucking craziness is is freaking out but like i just i love that it for no reason whatsoever just keeps going to the blades of grass and like that's just my life yeah. in like I have a nutshell to ask, right man, there because I, the, the the thing with him and I Hugh is such a unreliable like piece of information because you you have to go I I feel like he's full of shit in like saying that cuz they ask how he got it and he's like oh yeah it's it was some chick at a bar I don't believe that at all because contextually it makes no sense. How would he have known anything? He would have been dead if he hadn't have known. I think this motherfucker was so embarrassed that he was like, he went off and did this, that he was like, I got to just tell him that I didn't know. Like him acting like he didn't know where this curse came from was like, yeah. And also, I, I well, I like that though because- if we did know the yeah. complete start of it, it wouldn't be oh, as, yeah. as good. Like we we only learn from him because that's who gave yeah. it to us, the char- the main character, and we as an audience are the main character. So if we knew and if it spent so much time deep diving and explaining that question, yeah. it would have been a way oh, I'm not, shittier I'm not, movie. Yeah. Because that, we wouldn't have been able to t- to like yeah. be thinking about it I ourselves and filling in those I'm gaps. I I was thinking while we're talking about this about how he's such an unreliable piece of like like he's an unreliable narrator, right? Like it's it's a thing where you have a, a character. It's more happens when you have the main character, right? But uh, like he picked yeah. a good person to give it to because oh, yeah. she is not well, gonna fucking. Like everyone else is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and dies instantly. And she's yeah. like, fuck, I got to find someone good to give it to because yeah. obviously well, he did. So you have to, you have to wonder so, too. And I, yeah, he's he safe. I have to wonder too. The, 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 the girl from the beginning, what was she, his like, like the, because that's another oh. thing that you kind of like contextually you have no like we're talking about it being that dreamy you know dreamlike state right you have no time and i was saying this to my wife but like you have no time period to any events in this film right like you you don't know when it's happening like yeah it's such a yeah but that opening bit is such a good like it's like jurassic park where it sets up and you know that things yeah. can yeah. get fucking crazy. Yeah. It's the only gore in the whole movie. 
but it sets it up so you know yeah. right off the bat that this yeah. thing is not fucking around. And it, it sets you up. I remember in the theater, because yeah. I didn't know what to expect, and I was like yeah. on the edge of my seat the entire time. Because you just, it, it, it does a really good job of like, pulling out the tension but also with the score being so awesome and so loud in the mix too and just that oh tone and like the the fact that it keeps changing people like in split seconds like so so it's like the uh the scene where uh greg gets taken out right like where it's like that kid is going in to his breaks into his house she watches him break in and then, like, by the time she gets up to Greg's bedroom, it's his mom banging on his door. And Greg is, like, you feel like Greg, this motherfucker, I don't think he was a scumbag or anything, but, like, he misses the whole, like, thing grabbing her hair, right? So he still doesn't really believe. And then he he bangs her because she likes him. And... It's that whole thing after that where, like, he's like, oh, she's just, like, you know, he's just kind of, like, implying that she's kind of, like, you know, breaking down a little bit, right? Like, he's like, oh, that's not what happened. And then he gets he gets fucked to death by his own mother, which, by the way, it's funny watching Ringu last week and coming to this. That's what he looked, Greg looks like when he dies to me. He looked like the, the Ringu, like, deaths, right? He was like, he's gray. Yeah, yeah he was gray. And he was like, <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, t- talk about I think one of the worst deaths in all of horror and I'm talking about like you're, the fucking <laughs> lady getting skinned to death and martyrs I'm talking about everything this this fucking uh, dude gets fucked to death by his own something that looks like his own mother it's just like uh, it's like the uh, see uh, that's what uh, you know, it is a question though because it, it they who and what forms are they taking? Is it people that have previously died from it? Is it anyone? Is it only people they don't know? Potentially people they do know. Was that actually his mom, or did he just say, "Mom, why are you banging on my door?" Because he lives with his mom yeah. and thought it was his mom. So it could be. That it wasn't, but it also could be that it is. So it's way grosser that you think it is than not. But because it's not fully explained and it's shape-shifted and was a dude when it went into the, you know, it could have just been a random woman who Uh, was, again, naked. Again, you don't get any context because you don't know. You don't know. Like It's not like when her, her dad is chasing her and you don't know it's her dad until you get back to her house and you see the pictures, right? Like it's it's like that, but the oh right, it it I think it when it goes into houses, it looks Maybe. at the pictures potentially, and then shape shifts into yeah. something familiar. Dude, so then it's... and I let's just get to it because I fucking hate him. Paul is the fucking worst, and I fucking hate Paul. <laughs> Paul is the shittiest character. I. He's such a pathetic loser this entire time. It's that like thing where like people will do anything to like, you know, like, you know, get with someone or whatever. And just this piece of shit. Yeah. I want to help. I want to help. How are you going to help? <laughs> um, fucking you. 
but but that does it, it's just it's so fucking desperate like and i it it makes me so mad because the whole time like greg is with her and like they're like kind of vibing he's just sitting there like he looks like a fucking pissed off toddler and he's just like mad the whole time does nothing and then you get to like you get to the fucking well, yeah he stalked oh, that... her and like you know yeah. outside the bathroom window and like throw something at the window that... and is hiding beneath it like on a second yeah he's story. a fucking creep dude i fucking yeah. hate paul he, he's, he's the fucking worst character that is fucking thing and i i almost why are you showing me a picture of uh i mean but you don't That's look like me. paul why are you showing me the picture I don't know. I just found this thing. Uh, it's got like all these pictures of me from oh when man. I was a kid. And then, like, when he shoots the like the the girl with the clam reader, and I'm like, "You are the biggest moron in the fucking world." Like, I, it, it, and it's so funny when uh, her sister goes and puts the 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 sheet over it, and like, "You idiots, stop shooting at the fucking air!" And I still like, it's like, what are you? He can't see the invisible person, but he is aiming the gun directly at his other friend. Yeah, like, you yeah. can see that, can't you're, you? You're like, an idiot, dude. I mean, you're a <laughs> real fucking moron. And it's just like, uh, I. <laughs> that's that's I, him I do, in a nutshell. I do laugh because <laughs> I think one of the, the sex scene with her and Paul at the end of the film is the like. It that felt it looks almost like the room levels of them fucking. It looks like she's like doing weird gyrations, or I'm like, this doesn't look like you're like, this does not look like you're fucking this dude, right? It does not. And uh, I did not titter. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Um, but it is like it's kind of hysterical at that point. Uh, I, it's funny because like, I, this movie is so like. He has all this like lore that could be there, right? Like in this lore of what this thing is and what like we have no context at all. It could be a demon, it could be a ghost, it could be like fuck, it could be an alien. Yeah, I mean it's, it's an, an STD. STD. That's how you always that's how you describe this film to someone who has never seen it, right? It's about a sexually transmitted uh yep. ghost is kind of like the way I always say it. And but man, also this fucking film Go over it over and again, but man, it makes Detroit look like the shit pile it is. Holy crap, Detroit is the worst. And this movie is like, hey, this is Detroit. And <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome though. Like, it's you know, what if you have it to show yeah. in this way to add, like, you know, but it's also uh, a little bit of like the history of it too. Like, I don't know if the writer director is from Detroit or not, but like writing in the characters that they weren't allowed to go yeah. past a certain point uh, when they were kids because of this, and like it, it, it adds like it makes yeah. Detroit a I mean, character because I, the only it's funny in a movie that is completely about a ghost that sexually is sexually transmitted the least believable thing in the whole movie is when they go break into that random house and they find a bunch of playboys and there's a picture of the dude that gave her the 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 std the ghost std like just randomly in one of the fucking playboys no that's where that guy was oh was that okay maybe was... i've never put those two and two like, together like because it, yeah, yeah. it doesn't 
Yeah, he's like, I know a place because then she looks in the closet and it's just his clothes I'm an, in that closet, right? Like he's actually idiot. living Don't there. Don't mind me then. I, I never put two and two together yeah. with that because it doesn't. <laughs> but I love I loved the introduction to that house because she's looking behind her and it does that slow like yep. zoom in thing again. But then it also does the same, same thing that I was talking about with the framing of all the characters yeah. filling up the screen. It's so yeah. it, it's like a postcard. It, that whole shot and just yeah. her looking behind. It's just I don't know. It like it's beautiful yeah. and there's nothing to it. And she's just she's looking at another house because she thinks she's yeah. being followed again. And there's nothing. It's a nothing scene, but it's beautifully I, shot and beautifully. They do that like, a lot. I mean, like I think of the her floating in the pool towards the beginning of the film, like stuff like that. Yeah. And like with the. I swear to God, because my wife said the same thing that they CG'd an ant on her for some reason, and I'm like, like you guys couldn't have had that much budget, and you're like, you're you're, you're did, did that? That you was a real so? ant. It looked like a CG ant to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Real. The one that was on her looked fake. There was another one that was. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. It just, it just, <laughs> it was. Real. It made me laugh because I'm like, is this? Is this, uh, they really see, it just makes me think of, uh, what was the movie that had the CGA dog, CGI dog turd in it that they spent like $5,000 to put a dog shitting on the front lawn of somewhere. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, there was, there was some movie. No. 5,000. I'm like dog CGI dog turd. What movie is that? Oh, in John Wick. Yes, in the original John Wick, they spent $5,000. Yes. No way. To fucking CGI put in a shit on the fucking uh yeah. Yeah, it's That's <laughs> But if you well, got the budget, it's just it's it's one of those like it's one of those facts that once you hear it you're like you got to be shitting me. And Yeah, but if if it was for a yeah. different movie, I'm sure the price would have been less. Like if it was for an indie movie, the people would have been like, "Oh yeah, whatever. I can throw in a dog turd for a couple hundred bucks." But because it was for John Wick and a studio, it's like, yeah, yeah it's five thousand. It's like it's like when you know, like the construction people come in, they're like, "Yeah, we could we could put this road in in like a month for like a hundred thousand dollars," but then like the government comes to them, and they're like, "Okay, it's gonna take four months, and it's gonna be." Two and a half million. That's like like you're going. Okay, yeah. the pockets are fucking deep, so we're gonna go with the yeah. Let's get as much money out of this motherfucker as possible. <laughs> so, it's, exactly. It's still a yes, and it's still a dog turd. I, I, it makes but, me laugh because yeah. we watched the, the Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil movie over the weekend, and yeah. Oh, welcome, the umbrella. Uh, it's how was it? The the welcome to Raccoon City. I. Oh yeah, I don't know. Why did I say umbrella one? That's it what I meant. Raccoon. Was boring. One. It was the the worst thing. I mean, it's boring, and the the CG in a couple shots in that movie is just like you're like, Ugh. yeah. The trailer. Well, we saw yeah. it in the fucking yeah. trailer itself. I was like, is this previs? Yeah. Like, what movie, is this shit? The like, movie had twenty five million dollars, uh, and they decided we were gonna put a bunch of CG in it. And I'm like, yeah, that was not of your like best decisions. Like I. That film was 
for how much I love Resident Evil, I was just like, why is it impossible for them to make, like, just have someone come in who actually can make a good film about this? Like, I'm not saying you have to make fucking, like, like Casablanca, but holy fuck, the decisions just go from, go from, <laughs> let's gonna, let's combine the first two games. Why? 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 Just make one. And then you go, if you make it one and it's good and does well, then you make the second one. You don't fucking just combine them for no reason, throw characters in together that weren't in the film. You make fucking characters stupid as shit that you don't need to make stupid. Like, it it just, it made me angry. I mean, it didn't make me angry. I was just like, because I didn't, my expectations were. Well, Jovovich isn't in it either. And I feel like the first one out of the gate, when you finally are doing a full reboot of a franchise that is like, it's a beloved franchise. It's, It's huge. I loved uh, yeah. a few of the movies. Actually, I think I binged all of them within like a, a, a weekend or something. And to be honest, they all are yeah. very, very fucking similar. It's hard to like yeah. decipher which one is which because they all kind of do the same thing. One's in <laughs> Vegas randomly for no reason. And that, <laughs> that's the, about it. The, you they, know, like. I watched those movies and like I, they were the most like PG-13 or uh, like uh, R-A movies I've ever seen and you sit there and you go like there's not blood and then by the end he's just like cutting every three seconds like I had Wrestlemania on over the weekend because I have Paramount Plus I've had Paramount Plus since Halloween Kills was on there and uh, I had Wrestlemania on and at some point I had it I was barely paying attention but one of the matches was like cutting every second I'm like what the fuck are you doing and it's the same thing like the end of those Resident Evil movies where they just start cutting for no fucking reason and like i feel like you you cut a lot in action films when you're pg-13 to avoid you know showing too much and and like i remember back that the clive owen king arthur movie uh where it was just like they yeah. had these big battles and they're just like because they can't show anything because it's pg-13 and i'm just like but you're r-rated why are you doing this it's like I don't understand. No one asked for King Arthur movies anymore. Like no one's yeah. asking. No one like they should just <laughs> Wasn't stop. Wasn't the last they duel just a King stop. Arthur thing? I don't fucking know. Nobody no one asked for that. that and now the directors Yeah, exactly. They even made like jokes yeah. about it at the Oscars. Oh man. Uh I, Well, dude, That's the, pretty the, low. that was like there was some idiot in the the horror community that uh, we saw today who was trying who was turning was making jokes about Jada Pinkett Smith looking like a Hellraiser in what she was wearing, and and oh yeah, the, I saw that. Yeah, that was funny because like I was tweeting with a, a guy I met from you know talking with Jerry, who's a writer, and then the guy, uh, the director of Tomahawk, and uh, we're still here, responded was responding to the tweets, and he had had interactions with this idiot too, uh, and I'm like, oh man. So I, I DM'd the guy. I'm like, hey, you want to come on my podcast? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't respond, but he's got a film <laughs> nice. coming out. So, But have you seen Tomahawk? Tomahawk is fucking gnarly, dude, with Kurt Russell and uh, and uh, I forget who else is in it. Like the guy the guy from, uh, yeah. Bone, Bone Tomahawk? Tomahawk? Yeah. I think he's the one who did that one. 
Uh, it's the director we did. Like, we are still here and stuff like that. But or maybe it was Tomahawk. I don't fucking know, man. S. Craig Zellher. Give me a second. I will see. His name is or just Ted, Tomahawk. Ted G. Geigen is what the guy's name is. Is uh, but let's see. But anyways, uh, so I asked him. He's he did. We are still here, which is a cool little ghost story kind of movie. Anyways. Um, maybe I got whatever. There are too many. Fu- oh yeah. yeah. I loved that yeah, movie. Actually, we are still here. I saw um, but man, it's, it's, it's so funny. Like where you see, cause this is another film and it's, uh, as I get more and more into it, man, like Mohawk, oh, Mohawk, you mean that's not, the, yeah. the, the female one, right? Yeah. Um, like with a female like tribe member, I, there's Bone Tomahawk's another one, which is so I'm confusing myself, but yeah. Um, okay. It it's an this is another example of with horror how less is more, right? This is another film that doesn't have a giant budget, didn't have like it just just no. makes a film. And again, it it's like this and like I go back, man. I go back to what, like, it's the punk rock horror thing, man. It's like, I, I go back to, like, working at Best Buy in high school and picking up the Evil Dead films because I had never seen them and buying them, like, because of the video, like, the I had heard about them and the the VHS tape uh, boxes looked fucking dope as shit and going, like, with those movies with no budget and then going on. And, dude, even Alien, like, Alien had a budget, but, like, Alien didn't, like like went over budget and all that stuff and had all those things. And it was, it was supposed to be smaller than it ended up being. Right. And it's these things where it's like with horror, like you just not having money is just so much better most of the time. And why I was thinking about this, there's a whole like round around, like, like a coming full circle with this. Like we sit there and looking at this resident evil movie, which had $25 million budget compared to it follows, which had no budget at all. And, how much better a film is that has to show restraint and has to like, you know, do this thing. And it's just like, because it just shows you that these people are passionate about horror and they're passionate about film and they're passionate about like telling a really cool, like engaging story. And it's like, you get too much money, man. And then things go fucking bonkers. Like it's, it's so rare in like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it just I. It's why we like we don't have a, tons of big budget horror movies anymore, right? It's just like it's. I talked about how much *Malignant* was like a like what sixty million dollars or something insane for that budget, like just just because it's James Wan and James Wan whatever fucking J, James Wan shits out gold, right? Like whatever he does is like ends up transitioning. Well, when you make when you make your the house that you're under, like over a billion dollars in fr- in yep. like franchise earnings you can you can do yep. whatever the fuck you want it's like you are the yep. you're the golden child and then when you are also handed the keys to the castle of all the other biggest yep. franchises and they're also successful under your watch now you can you can ha- yeah you you only yeah. need sixty million to do a whatever film yeah. like fucking whatever you're James yep. Wan at this point right like which is f- fucking hey we we all yep. benefit yeah. from this arrangement I, so I was gonna say I also uh, I watched the uh, I, the the extended cut of your favorite movie ever Halloween Kills and 
I'm confused at why they ended the where they ended the original cut of that film compared to what they did with the extended cut because I thought it was way more engaging than like how the original Halloween Kills ends like with uh what do you call her the the character I'm not gonna spoil it if you haven't seen it but the character getting killed and I, it sucks in the extended cut. Jamie Lee Curtis calls and like Michael Myers picks up the phone and she's like, I'm coming for you motherfucker. And it's like, yes. Like he gets you stoked for like what's going to happen like in this final film. Right. And it's just like, it's another thing. It's like why studio horror, everything, even though the people who are doing those movies, regardless of what you feel about Halloween kills are passionate about horror. Right. Like Blum, Blumhouse, Blum isn't like, the man isn't like perfect, but he's done a lot of good things. He's done some shit too, right? Like he did the, 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 the Island movie about like fantasy Island that came out like last year or two years ago and shit like that. It's like, yeah, but he has, he's reshaped the whole industry around a smaller model and makes it work. Right. Whereas like when he started uh, producing uh, exclusively you know the nine or less yeah. million dollar horror movies and they started yeah. being as successful as they were no one was like no one was even touching horror because everyone thought that studio horror had to be the yeah. big budgets of the 80s and stuff like it used to be and he came and was like no fuck that but then a24 yeah. i think is the other the house that really understands yeah. what they want in a film and what they're willing to put out and They've made a really like auteur name yeah. for themselves, which is uh, you. You see a twenty four on the bottom of a poster, you know instantly yeah. kind of what you're in for, and yeah. I love that. It's it's gonna be a good fucking movie. Yeah, I, I, I started seeing part, reviews right? so. for the the Northman with uh with uh which yeah. is the the guy who did uh the lighthouse and the witch. Yeah, and and the, the witch supposedly is, like. There you go. I, one of the first things I saw it was it's much smaller than the trailers. Like you know, you know, showing them like that. I mean, it makes sense like oh, scale really? wise. And you go, well, it makes sense. The Witch is a tiny film. The Lighthouse is a tiny film. It's like these films that are very yeah. Robert Eggers, yeah. Gets, I mean, gets it though. Like he knows how to make like a, a period yeah, I, movie. I love how this sure. motherfucker is just like. He just likes. I'm gonna set this in this period. I'm gonna set this in this period. Like he doesn't do the same time period i mean kind of reminds me of quentin tarantino right like quentin tarantino's done like films like all over like different time periods right i mean it's he started out a little more like oh this is just a 90s like independent film but that was like when he start, when he was like first starting and had no money so it's way cheaper to do something yeah. in like modern times right um so i mean it's like that kind of stuff for but this robert Eggers is like yeah i'm gonna do this in like colonial 1600s uh uh, New England, and then I'm gonna do this in like 1700s or 1800s, like wherever they are in like with crazy Robert Pattinson and fucking William Defoe, and now he's doing a freaking Viking epic in whatever year that's taking place. So he's like, he's going around and doing shit all over the place. That which is it's so fucking cool because it's different and like you don't ever get the same kind of film twice. And it's yeah, um, and he's uh he's. He's got his like cast of characters that he's, you know, yep. Willem Dafoe fucking killed it in the yep. lighthouse. He's back for this. Anya Taylor Joy yep. killed it in the witch. That's 
that's really the movie for me and Anna that like, you know, she was in a, a lot that she did a really good job with that, you know, caught my eye. But the witch was like, holy yeah. shit, who the fuck is this? She's unreal. And then now she's. I mean, yeah, she was in uh, Last Night so. in Soho, which I still have not watched, which I need to watch. But uh, yeah, it's like. Oh, Bjork's Bjork. in it. <laughs> Man, I, there's so like. God, you know, you and I both know though. Like being film lovers, it, it's often it sucks because like you and I are both like we want to watch more films. Like there's still I still haven't watched Pig. Like I really need to watch. I want to watch oh, Lamb. I. I still haven't watched that. Like, just stuff that's like coming out, and then I t- the A twenty four type stuff. You know, it's yeah. all the stuff where you're like, well, if it's not coming out in theater theaters, it's like it can be harder because it doesn't come out for a while. Then you're like, oh, okay, I never get to actually track this down until you make a asserted effort. Like, I mean, pigs on Hulu now. So I like, I can go out and watch it. Just haven't done it. Right. Um, it, but man, it's, it's one of those things. And I keep talking about these littler budget movies that are horror movies. And it's like going out and watching this stuff. Like I went and saw it follows in theater and I went and saw like lighthouse in theater. I, I didn't see, I saw which after it was like on like, streaming services and that was why i went and saw the lighthouse in theaters because holy shit this was so fucking good and so now i gotta go like support this dude in i i'm trying to think like because i i don't normally get this but like the witch i i think i won or was given a bunch of screener passes like usually if i am at a screener you get those like yeah you know the double pass for you and your friend uh, I had like a handful, so I took the whole band, and it was like, you know, a couple weeks before it came out. I don't; it never happens. And I was like, I we uh, we were highly anticipating the witch, and now I have it fuck a full yeah. sleeve of the witch. Like it, seeing that movie when I did, I was like, yeah, <laughs> what. Well, it- we we all left and said like that was the most metal. I, movie I mean, I've, I've ever talked about seen. it on here before. <laughs> Literally watched that movie and then I was on YouTube like looking out explanations of the ending and everything like that because like the movie is also very like with the language being of like 1600s New England. It's it isn't exactly the easiest to like you know track all the dialogue. You know what's happening the whole time, but like uh, like it it's it was just it was such a experience though that that didn't matter like the experience of watching that film you're just like damn this is good and it's it's just these dude it's these filmmakers who just love film again talk about quentin tarantino again quentin tarantino loves film you talk about fucking uh james gunn james gunn who like dc goes oh you can make any movie you want from dc characters and he picks suicide squad which had already done a movie and it was not great because whatever reason it was not great and you're like these people who just love film, Taika Waititi, like he, he just makes these films. They're just like, he just wants to make films how he likes making films. And it's just like, I, speaking of loving films, uh, I'm going to see, or I'm going to try yeah. and see that everything everywhere all at once this week. Like I cannot wait. Like it's directed by the same people yeah. that did Swiss army man. And like, those are just, those are movies yeah. that you don't yeah. see every day, and it just looks so Dude, entertaining. I've said it on here before. I don't know. That movie, if like it, like I loved how it ended, but I also was like, this is. If it would have been like 
not so dark at the end. <laughs> I probably would have watched that movie ten more times since then. Like, but that movie where like how it goes, I know it, it did, had but to like be it, that but, dark like, though. It's such a movie that you're getting all these. It's like a weird, fun ride about a guy and his dead body best friend that he's using like a Swiss Army man, and, and which is, it like you're t- learning lessons about life and all this shit, and then all of a sudden it's like, yep. oh, this motherfucker's crazy, and you like everything that is like harassing his ex-wife, or I don't even remember because it's been a while since I've seen it, and I was just like, okay, 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 I'm I'm good. This movie's awesome i love it but holy shit that ending i mean i'm just gonna i'm gonna memorize everything that happened before that and then run away and and that's how we get it um <laughs> but yeah so like totally man it follows it's funny because like i f- i feel like this movie was like you kind of like starting to look at what the early stages of what what we called what the elevated horror stuff, right? Like when elevated horror was becoming a thing, what you call, what we call elevated horror now. Cause I think of like, uh, this film, I think of when was the Baba Duke? Uh, I was just going to say the Baba Duke and the Baba Duke 2014. Yeah. So like same, you, same getting year. all these really elevated horror things. And then the witch was like what? 2016. And it's just, yeah, 2015. So you had this period where all these really low budget horror films just fucking just started knocking it all out of the water. And it really, st- I this is the kind of stuff that I think that really set up for us to like Jordan Peele to start doing what he was doing. And, and uh, Jordan Peele and like everything. Yeah. High concept horror. And, I like, love Lee, it though. Lee and, and like stuff like Invisible Man, the Invisible Man and all this stuff. It's just like stuff that's just really, really. Oh, so... But that's Blumhouse showing that they can make a movie look expensive and it's totally not. Like when I found out the budget for Invisible Man was yeah. only like $9 million or whatever it was. I was like, yeah. wait, how? How was that yeah. only that much? Like there's so many way worse movies that you find out had like 58 million dollar budgets and you're like what why where did the fucking money go like what the hell is this fucking again going back because of the same like uh, what halloween kills at 10 million dollars that movie is way bigger of a scale than like even the invisible man right like the invisible man has some shots that you go Mm -hmm. oh they probably that shot in the restaurant probably cost him a million dollars just for like the murdering people in the middle what yeah. I'm just talking about like the CGI yeah. like suit well, and they, stuff that is in that movie. Most of the time, though, it was nothing. Though, expensive. like that's why, and that's how it was able to do that as much because they you didn't see stuff. That whole movie was it, it had that thing very. Yeah, a guy in a green screen yeah. suit pulling her around. Between and stuff. The, yeah, and for it's sure. funny talking about Invisible Man now because it has that same effect on you while you're watching. Uh, it follows right. You're sitting there going looking for something on screen the entire time right you're like looking for like in it follows you're looking looking for someone walking a screen and in fucking the invisible man you're looking for movement you're looking for anything um and before i forget i have to talk about something that's why did my green screen just what did you do to me <laughs> you chroma key me <laughs> chroma key one of my favorite things about this whole film is that the whole entire time you're watching this like like mostly from her perspective, right? Like you're seeing the things coming at him and how, how this movie chooses how uh, David Robert Mitchell chooses to show you 
what he chooses to show you. Like, I think of like just the scene where at the beach where they where it grabs her hair. What are you doing? And you sit there, and you like the only time you really don't see what's attacking her is when like the Paul's swinging that chair at it, and then like but most of the rest of the time you see what she's seeing, and then the the scene where he chooses not to show see what she sees is the pool scene, right? Which is kind of like the climax of of did we beat this fucking you know demon, right? Uh and it's just it's it's such a it just shows his love of what he's doing and what he's able to do, right? Because he's like sitting there going, Okay, I know when you need to see this for tension and I know when you don't need to show this see this for tension, right? It's that thing where it's like you're getting a lot or a little, but you're getting a lot or a little at the right time, right? It's like he know, but yeah. that's good indie. Like, how many indies did you know? You know, this is what episode seventy nine. I feel like at the very, very beginning of um, Murder Moose, we were like the the list we had curated for um, foreign and indies. You were really seeing. You know, because you were like, oh, here's like uh, all the best uh, from yeah. Korea that you haven't seen. Yeah. Enjoy. And it was like, holy fuck. And it just like set the bar so high. And then with the indies, it was showing like what movies understood mm. how to use a budget and what movies just did not. And you could see those walls that yeah. some of these indies were hitting. Whereas It Follows feels like there was no limitations. All yeah. these things were intentional. And it was just like it's a masterful or a masterclass on uh, yeah. indie well, I mean, filmmaking. It's like you're sitting there and you're making an old lady walking at you, terrifying, right? Like that doesn't cut. Co- you're, co- you're probably paying that lady a hundred bucks to walk at the camera, right? Like you're not paying anything. Yeah, she's one of the creepiest the parts fucking, of the movie too. The nine foot tall dude, yeah, the seven foot the six big guy. dude with yeah. like that scene where him walking through that doorway is like still notorious as that like. Yeah as how creepy it is because you just see darkness and then all of a sudden there's this giant motherfucker like coming at your head like you know coming at your face i mean coming, coming at on, your face coming in your coming face in your face also oh josh okay that now you made me not I, this is your fault so the uh did you know josh that fake eyelashes were invented by a prostitute in england in the 1800s and she called them cumbrellas because she used them to keep cum from getting in her eyes. So I learned that in the last like week or so. And I, I just wanted you to know that when you think see fake eyelashes, if you call them cumbrellas in your brain, you'll, I mean, I think it'll make you happy. <laughs> you make me you happy, make me Josh. happy. Uh, <laughs> but man, I, I oh have to God. do, I do wonder though, like some things that like, make me wonder about this film and i i'm curious on why he had all the like the 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 weird demon blood in the pool at the end and if it was I, yeah that's what i'm saying there has to be something to do with what because like yeah. it starts with the pool there's scenes at the lake and then it ends yeah. at a bigger pool so like you know there there's something to do with the water that i yeah. am not well, picking up on and I love the 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 demon yeah. blood clouds at the end. Like that's that's where my head instantly went for the the yeah. alternate poster I'm gonna do. It's gonna be 
you know, in the middle, it's going to have the big yeah. cloud of blood. I, and I'll figure out something from there, but I want the shape to I think be it, the cloud this of blood. Isn't all of it, but a lot of it's just water in Detroit, right? Because it's on like Michigan, right? It's that thing where you're like sitting here and you're on the Lake Michigan and all that stuff, and it just you're just like sitting there, and this is a city that has a lot of water, like being part of it, right? Um, I don't know, but yeah, it's an interesting thought in how much water there is in the film. You're just like, yeah, it seems like a, it seems like a, yeah. There's got to be something to it. There I mean, has to be something to it. I bet you if you look on a YouTube channel that it, you know, that's a funny thing about those deep dives or those, uh, those like, fuck, why can't I think of the word? When yeah. they do like a study analysis on their analysis. They, yeah. Like the d- deep analysis, it's. You know, it's their take on it, but they always say it's so matter of fact that yeah. you have to. Well, believe that's yeah, it. <laughs> that's like when you go and watch a film like that's got that real like complicated ending or like something that's like not easy to partake, but you want to hear someone else's opinion about it because it. I think it sparks ideas in your own brain, right? Like I think of, I think of, I went and tried to kind of do the same thing as I did with The Witch after Come True after we watched that film because that movie gets fucking wild the last like 10, 15 minutes. Right. Um, and that kind of stuff is like, it kind of makes you go, okay, this is like, I wasn't thinking that, but I can agree or not. Like, and I think it sparks stuff. And I think it's a, a interesting, cool way to think about films that like leave you there thinking about it at the end. And, but man, it's like, a film that's able to do all that and like leave you there and like leave it open-ended is dope, especially when they make it and then they don't go immediately back to a fucking like sequel. Right. Like this film came out friggin' eight years ago and you're sitting there going and they haven't made a sequel. And I don't know how much money this made like all time or whatever. I mean, again, another small horror film, but it's one of those films. No, there couldn't be a sequel. Could make a sequel. But it it works. It works I know it does, but dude, that doesn't. When has that stopped Hollywood from making fucking horror sequels, man? It's like I still think that the second from Dust Till Dawn was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like it's just like taking like things that don't need to be turned into <laughs> yeah. sequels and doing it. And it's like, I mean, I I think of I man, I you think of talk about like films that like end in such a way that you never need to make a sequel the friday the 13th ends in a way that you never needed to make a sequel fucking nightmare on elm street ends in a way that you never needed to make a sequel freddy was dead everything's like done and you get that that and then they to, blew up the mom into a blow-up doll that and is sucked her through still the, one of the, the most hysterical so shots good. i've ever seen in film and i'm just like who decide like because that was that wasn't a west decision right that was a studio wanted the they left open for sequels right but like they filmed like 19 yeah. different endings and they somehow that one got put in and i think actually yeah. it was an accident it wasn't the final one that was signed off on it was the one i i i think i watched yeah. like a documentary and and because there were so many endings the wrong one ended up going in yeah. because it's terrible yeah, it's, but it's hilarious well that, i mean that whole I, ending is goofy like that right like the between that and the 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 freddy top on the convertible i dude that is yeah i that's another movie man 
The fucking original Nightmare on Elm Street with a little tiny budget did such cool shit, and then they they come back and have a budget with that piece of shit remake, and try to CG everything, and just it looks like a dog shit directly into the camera, like it was like hot dog diarrhea directly into the camera. Um, Mm -hmm. What was his face? I don't know, man. He looked like a burnt testicle. It was just not okay. It was Practical not good. effects or I'm a better ninety nine. I I'm literally uh I just my brother in law sent me this uh this like story from this uh yeah. like tattoo shop. It's like, hey, do I know any videographers on here? And he like sent that to me. I was like, All right. So I just DM them. I'm a videographer and they're like, Oh, cool. Do you do trade? I'm like, sure. So now I'm gonna get uh, a, like Freddie, like tattoo Dude, on my leg. I, I, I keep thinking of, <laughs> or Jason. I said, either or. I don't care. I'll leave it up to you. I want yeah. it to look traditional, and I'm gonna go and film some stuff for nice, Instagram man. for them. So nope. Yeah, I, uh, I've been wanting to do my start my horror sleeve, and I haven't. Like the the, the tattoo artist that I got my last tattoo from, uh, moved to shop different shops, and so I don't like. I haven't talked to her in a while. Um, so it's, yeah, it, I don't have any room left on my I need, arms. I, I gotta need move to start to my legs. another sleeve. And like the only other tattoo artist I've found recently in uh, Japan, Japan in uh, Denver is, does Japanese. No, she, you're does, in Japan. All she does is like, like anime, like weeb stuff. Like she does like uh, real okay. bright colors and stuff like that. But I'm like, this is not this yeah. is not my cup of tea. Like, this is not what I what I would like. You know, I would dig myself. It, she seems like man. It's like I'm glad it happens. She seems like for most of her clientele is women. Like, so she does bright, you know, bright stuff and anime stuff and all that stuff. And yeah, so but she does cool stuff. Like, I follow her on like Twitter, and that's how I started following her. But yeah. Um, and I I want to get. I've been thinking about like how I would start, and I I really want to do um. Like the Queen Alien, like right here on my wrist, and like just go yes. up from there. Or, but then I was the other day. I was like, but do I want to do like the Ripley and the the power loader? You know the, like that too, because that's another thing. But get it, yeah, get it as a but whole I want, thing. There's like man. a lot of stuff I want to put like that. And I want to put like Jason on there. I want to put Psycho Gorman on there. I want to put a lot on there. So like, there's like a lot going in there. But I yeah, it's I need to start because it's been four years since I got in a tattoo and just I'm, I'm jonesing I'm jonesing Josh I'm jonesing so yeah that's what happens it's like it, you get to a certain point where you just need more yep need more more I more more, more 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 ink more ink more ink but yeah but man I I I need to check out his other film which I know you said you didn't love as much under the silver lake I heard a lot of good things about that one though um I just, you know, because I loved It Follows yeah. so much, we we made it like a YouTube night. Like, it was at the point uh, when uh, y- the creators, YouTube creators yeah. of Calgary or whatever, there was like this big uh, community of YouTubers in Calgary that I was a part of. And we made it a thing to like go to the Calgary International Film Festival to see this movie and go out of our way to do it and everything. And I just felt like because we made it such a big deal and because it was the follow-up to like one of my favorite yeah. films of a decade before it, I was like, the bar is yeah. set too high. 
I doubt you're gonna be able to do and anything that's gonna compare to it follows and it it's like a night Shyamalan, me, so. right where you like you do you do uh uh I see dead people and then he f- follows it up with yeah. signs and you're like uh, and I know yeah but you know what? I know. I still like signs. I just don't like when he shows the aliens. Like three quarters of signs is a fucking great movie, and then the last quarter of yeah, it is. I, fucking I will never terrible. so like the be. fact that he took the War of the Worlds ending and made it significantly worse is just still will <sighs> never not annoy the ever living shit out of me. If if you're yeah. an advanced enough race uh. that you can travel the fucking universe, and you know that. H2O fucks with you. Why would you ever invade a planet that is 70% water? It just doesn't make any sense. It's like it's like going it's like someone you would find on people of Walmart doing space travel, not like like <laughs> like actual fucking intelligent beings. Like it makes no sense. Oh. Yeah, exactly, Josh. Josh what you're like doing a puppet man dance or some shit. I mean, and I approve. Puppet man, puppet man, puppet. I know People can man. see can it see now. Our, our beautiful faces and everything like that. Are you watching on YouTube? Because if you are, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're are you listening on Spotify? Because if you are, <laughs> fuck you. Go to YouTube. Don't, no, Josh, don't <laughs> say fuck you to the listeners, you asshole. It's okay. Man, but this film is, it really is. It's just so wonderful. It is such a, dude, it's, I, I forgot like watching it last night again, like how tense it keeps you for most of the film. Like it does let you down a little bit with the humor yes. and the characters. I like all the characters besides Paul. Paul can fucking choke on a elephant penis, but like everyone else, like you, like <laughs> the sister and, and like <laughs> the friend. Yeah. They're all so good. And the, the yeah. wardrobe is perfect. And like just, just everything is it's just yeah. i don't know like i said master class it's all all the decisions were amazing paul, except for paul fuck you paul fuck you, you know what i just paul. saw like i looked at his first film uh it's called the myth of the american sleepover also takes a place in detroit so he must be from detroit so like that it must be like a uh like you're you're familiar like like you talk about all the canadian film he was in Dead Silence, yeah. which is a James Bond. I haven't movie. watched that movie since the theater, man. And I, I remember being like weird, like coming out of that film in like a weird, like, like I, I don't know if I was disappointed with it, but I, I, yeah. I felt underwhelmed. I felt underwhelmed. That's all I felt after watching that movie. But I don't remember yeah. a fucking thing about it. Just the fact yeah. that I, I was remember a couple things. Doesn't it have like no, Kevin Bacon or something in it? No one we've ever heard of. It's the guy from. Oh, yeah, Donnie Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah. That's it. Uh, but man, I this film is just it's such a good time, right, man? It's like it's just it's just it does so much and it It follows This is all I have to say about it follows. It follows begs to be watched by yeah. you. That's it. If you just like, fucking watch it. If you are a person that hasn't seen it, it's just great, fucking man. see it. Really it really is, and it's it's one of those films, man. It's like the thing where you you go. This is how you get more cool films, like independent horror and just cool horror made by like supporting shit like this. It's like you you go and see X because X came out. Nice. 
I don't know. How's I don't that know. Doing? It made like four and a half million the first weekend, but as I was saying to you before, A24 didn't like, that movie didn't feel like it got any advertising. And it was just like the hardcore horror nuts like you and I that w- went out and saw it and it still made four and a half million dollars because it was fucking dope. Kid Cuddy and his giant dong hanging out, man. That's the, the pursuit of happiness <laughs> is, is King uh, Kid Cuddy's giant dong. How about the pursuit of happiness? And I know, do do do. <laughs> I don't know. That is, that's what? one of his songs, isn't it? Pursuit of happiness is Kid Cudi. I don't know, man. Uh, yes. So. Yes. Oh, Josh, it's uh, it's interesting doing the whole like video thing because like, also my camera is like kind of like this, and mostly because I'm how I'm sitting and everything like that. So I'm trying to make sure I'm like. Uh, yeah, you got to work on your my, lighting. My lighting is super bright. Yeah. Um, I tried to color correct you on this side. It just, it's not doing very well. You look like uh, you're I'm on very the Simpsons. pale and bright. It's, just yeah, turn the light I off. I could do that. Like, I could do that. Or throw some parchment paper in front of it yeah, so it's, it's those diffused. LED it's just like, it's the green screen, man. You know how it is. Green screens are fucking like complicated, man. So. I, yeah. I have a green screen. Hey, Google, oh, no, turn on the that. green screen. Don't do that. Oh, no. Josh is doing magic now. Movie magic, magic with Josh, WRB. Oh, I have a green screen. <laughs> Josh, don't. I got to turn the green okay. screen camera on, though. Uh, so, Josh, what What the fuck just happened? I see poker things, Josh. What is going on? Josh, I'm very confused. You're adding too many variables to this equation, Josh. You're adding too many variables to this equation, Josh. Um, so I wonder. Oh, you see I, poker? I had to tell you, Josh. I had uh, to tell you. Oh, which one is it? I had it? to tell you. Oh, so uh, Bailey from uh, who came from beneath the sea reached out to me because they're like he's trying to like log some episodes because they're going out of town for a little bit, and he's like, "You want to come do some batshit movie?" And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, I got something for you." And so I'm going to go talk about Tokyo Gore Police <laughs> beneath the sea. Like, oh, nice. You motherfuckers have no idea what you're in for. You have zero. No. They oh, they have no haven't seen it? Glue. I send him the trailer and he's like, no fucking glue. I'm like, you are in. We can do I it. We I mean, were doing I'll that. do it twice. I don't give a fuck. Crocodile no, vaginas no, no, no. for all, man. Crocodile vaginas for all. So. It's been a long yeah. time since I've seen it. Like, uh, so I, I saw yeah. it the year it's been it came a long out. Time, yeah. It's it's and, bonkers, though. Yeah. But go see it, Follows. The movie fucking kicks ass. But what are we going to talk about? Do next it. Week? Do you have any ideas, Josh? I have one idea. Nope. And because. Okay. Do you want to do We're Last doing Night it. in Soho? Because I keep saying I haven't seen it. And, it, and uh, have you seen it yet? Okay. Is that. Oh, okay. I saw it in theaters with my oh, okay. nibbling. Cool. So uh, you're. And then I think we rewatched cool. it again. Yeah. No. You haven't seen it yet. Well, what this, the fuck, dude, man? I I told it. It's, it's is it a horror, horror movie though? I mean, dude. I guess old boys really yeah, a thriller too. I dude, we can we can do stuff that's close and like old boys horror. No, there's horror stuff. Oh yeah, I mean the, end, aspects, the ending of whole, old boys horror. <laughs> So, 
Yeah. Well, that's the same with this. They they kind of yeah. leave it to the end. Okay, you beautiful motherfucker. Well, we are here and we've accomplished some shit. I I should probably just turn this light off. I don't. One of my I have two lights. We'll figure it out next week. I'll mess with them more. Yeah. Yeah. One. Because so. or yeah, because webcams hate light. I don't have lights on. I'm using yeah. my monitors as lights. I, I do it because of green screen. That's why they're there. And it's just like it because my room isn't great for like streaming with like whatever because there's everything in the background right so yeah okay me a motherfucker i love you and this is a good time and uh you can see everything on screen but if you're listening audio we are murdermoose.com we are murdermoose pod on twitter i'm rod underscore johnson on twitter josh is josh wrb on twitter and uh and on twitch and i'm rod underscore johnson on twitch and we are yeah we're everywhere and uh Come check us out. Come join our Discord. Give us a five-star review everywhere. And uh, yeah, man, it's a good time. And we'll see how this goes because I don't, I don't, I kind of stopped putting the episodes on YouTube because I think people were like starting them up and just seeing it was only audio and we're like, fuck this and, and gave up. So it will be interesting to see if it goes for it and if it's like not a big deal or if it is. So Josh, I love you and you're a beautiful man. And I I will see your beautiful ass. God damn it, Josh. I will, <laughs> That's I will my beautiful, see your beautiful ass. ass. Next week to talk last night in Soho. Yeah. Woo! Bye. Bye.